Uno, dos, tres. Let's get it. Mm. Hello, Charlie. Hi, Ponyo. Welcome, guys. Welcome to another episode of Charlie and Ponyo. As promised, we are back for another week. As, as promised. <laughs> promised to yourself. To myself. You know, little things like this makes a difference, you know, when you be able to tick off items from your to-do list, no matter how oh. big or small, it, it's an accomplishment. Checking boxes. Yes, love it. Mm. I am that type of person that I like to tick boxes day in, day out. Uh, I, don't, I don't play checkers, I play chess, so I don't check boxes. I don't even know how to play chess. Anyhow... Oh, we've got to change that. <laughs> I think, I don't. Chess is something that I do not think that I will be able to master or have any. Mm. Don't sell yourself short. I think you, you learnt to ride a bicycle this year. So I think if you can That's learn true. to ride a bike. You have a lot of faith in me. I appreciate that. You can that. do anything in this world. But with chess, what I find is I'm such a, I don't bluff well. So in other words, for example, when I play poker, yeah. in my mind, I think I'm great at playing poker because I'm able to so-called bluff. Right. But in reality, people watching me, they know immediately, they know what my next move would be <laughs> just by looking at me. So therefore, I find that any form of game like poker or chess yeah. people would know my moves and but, I, I give it away I don't hide anything and that's the problem well that's the thing with chess it's it's so strategic that pe people can see your moves the, the masters can see it like five or ten moves ahead with what you're gonna you're gonna do and so it's all strategic but that's the thing my strategic it, game game plan is always transparent but you can. But with that being said, you can see theirs as well. That's the other so downfall. So it's all on the table. That's the other downfall. It's, it's, not, how, it's not all on the table because they can read mean? me. I can't read them. No, but it's not. It's a, you don't have to. It's like it's like hustling. Mm. And it's like basketball. You don't, don't like not not. But you don't play the player. Play the board. It's like life. Mm. Deep. Elaborate on that. I'm just saying. I, I loved that show that we watched ages ago called The Queen's Gambit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, chess is... I always love playing chess. So it's The Queen Gambit game. TV show on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on. Is it on Netflix or Disney? Oh, it's on Netflix, but I don't think it's... I don't know if it's on anymore. Who but cares? It's such... But it's such a good, chess is such, like, it's such a good analogy for life and how about so? how you play life. Because certain things on the board, they move a certain way and so there's a certain structure to it. And so you certain can... Certain consequences as well. And so, yeah, and certain consequences. And there's certain... And so looking at that and the pieces on the board, because it's so structured, you can... You can mess with that and you can anticipate people's moves or you can bait people into certain perspectives and moves and then you can do a, a second phase 
strategy, third phase strategy game to mm. take pieces off the board. Would it be similar to like the sliding door concept where if you make this move, the outcome will go this way? Mm-hmm. And if you make this move, a different outcome. Yeah, well, and, but the beautiful thing about it is is that because there's only a certain set number of squares and certain set mm. number of pieces, there's only, with that being defined, there's only a certain set number of movements that you can do in any sort of given mm. play. Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of the different movements have names to them. They have different plays that you can do one after the other to, to get check. Checkmate. I it's funny. It's always funny it. that <laughs> it's funny that the this weakest. They'd say the weakest player on the board is the king. But it's not. But the strongest. Well, it is it kind is? of yeah. And the strongest Clearly one is, is, is the queen. Oh. Always, it's always the female. See. And it's, it's always. I gave you the alley oop just then. <laughs> It's always having a strong female by a man's side. A man is useless without her queen, without his queen, sorry. That's right. And in chess, that's the only example that's true. The only example that's true, please. <laughs> Anyhow, how are you going? How are you feeling with this? I'm good. I feel like playing chess. Oh, please play with the computer. We don't have a chess board though because I'm still waiting for my eBay deliveries. Oh, goodness gracious me. Oh, eBay, bane of my existence. Are you more eBay rather than Amazon because... Yeah. I'm yeah. Mm. I grew up on... Well, I mean, in Australia... Oh, you want, you want to talk about it? Yeah, go ahead. I'm not... Okay. not I don't think there's that many Amazon sellers in Australia. You'll be surprised. It's picking up a lot. Yeah, but are they getting deliveries out to me in, in a day and a half? Babe, you wait until they start dropping your own parcel and you just have to reach, put your hand out and there's your parcel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, screw, screw Amazon. Jeff Bezos. You're not, was, you're not, you don't care for him? No, I don't care for, I don't care for Bezos. Clearly. He looks like a dick. <laughs> I'm, I'm always an Elon Musk type of dude. If you want to go that way. Oh, you're team. team I'm team. I'm team, team Musk. Team Musk. Yeah. Team Tesla. Love the smell of the Musk. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, so I was. Be- Jeff Bezos's ship looks like a dick. It does. Let's be though. honest. It's, Whereas it's a Elon Musk. Exactly, an Elon Musk spaceship. It looks like a proper fucking spaceship. You can get a Mars on that fucking thing. Oh, here we but go. anyway, sorry. What were you? What were you saying? I forgot now. Talking about space, it just... Um, it sucked all the <laughs> vacuum. It's like a vacuum. It sucked all the life out. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I just don't like... I don't, I, look, Amazon is all right. <laughs> Amazon will not be sponsoring us, clearly. Yeah, they're not going to sponsor us, but, you know, it's all right. <laughs> I just don't like how they're screwing over the merchants. But anyway. Amazon I... Marketplace. Where, where everyone can go on and have their own online shop. I see another side to this. So yeah. Jeff Bezos, he mentioned that Amazon mm. is a billion-dollar company. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently, and I don't know if this is correct, but he only takes 14% share of Amazon. 
So that one that one billion dollar, he only owns fourteen percent. The eighty-four percent of it, it goes out to the people. So how is it still that he's ripping off not himself, but Amazon is taking a bigger cut from the merchants? Oh, it's so they've got a thing called Amazon Marketplace, right? So Amazon is the umbrella company, and then within the Amazon umbrella. You've got the marketplace, and so underneath the umbrella, you've got individual sellers that sit underneath the umbrella, right? Mm. Each of those people can be like a mom and pop shop, mm. and you know they're 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 selling whatever it is, mm. and so they go and and so they apply for marketplace, and they go in there and they create their own shop front. They start selling stuff via Amazon. Amazon, as the overarching mm. company because it's the brand name that they're using mm. and they've got the whole T's and C's that go along with that. But so you can imagine the, the mum and pop shop that gets traction doing that over a couple of years and so they buy into the, the market idealism, that the market idea that comes from Amazon and they start getting some traction and, and they start selling around the world. And then Amazon all of a sudden say, okay, so you were paying X to B on Marketplace. Now you're paying X plus Y. And so the fee increases. So year on year, you get the Marketplace fee increase Hmm. that comes on. And we're not talking small amounts of money. Hmm. It's a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah, but babe, don't you think it's a a trade-off because you're using Amazon platform and the amount of connections that they have as well? Yeah, yeah. And so, but then it's it's called it's it's called a situation where it's called the golden handcuffs, where it's too costly for you to then pull your shop front because you you've got a worldwide audience when you're with Amazon. Exactly. So isn't that a price that you're paying for the worldwide audience? But if you're sell if you if you're selling screws and bolts and the screws and bolts are the price that you're selling don't change, mm. but the fee that you're paying to be on the marketplace changes every year. And you have to pay a couple of extra grand every year. Mm. The nuts and bolts aren't changing price. So the margin on your actual product doesn't change, but the fee at the top end of town changes. Mm. So all of a sudden your return on capital and your cost of doing business all of a sudden becomes really high. And then it gets to the point where people have been on there for five or 10 years, but they're paying extraordinary amounts of money just to be on the marketplace so that they could still continue to keep on making the negative cash flow that they're making. Mm. And so then what that does is it drives up the price of the goods up. Mm. So all, all of a sudden they've got prices going up and then you get places like Ali Baba mm. and, and AliExpress, which is like the exact antithesis of Amazon, let's say, it's just like, it's the Chinese version of it, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll cap you at, you know, at your kneecaps from a price perspective because they can always do that mm. in China. Mm. And then so you get come into a, a situation where it's almost non-competitive because you're getting killed on the margin of the actual product that you have to sell. You're getting killed on the company that's, putting up the real estate front Mm. and yeah, it becomes a situation that's untenable, but, but it's a price that you have to pay 
in order to have that international connection, unless there is another competitor like Amazon that comes. We should out. set up our own uh, Amazon. What should we call it? Uh, Boost. Ponyo. No, that's a Yeezy brand. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. But you know, that, that's a really good point because it got me thinking. How do you make money in this world these days? Well, it's hard. You need to have a side hustle. You can't rely on your nine to five. I guess you have to look at other income stream. Yep. You need to increase your income stream. And I think that's, a, that's an important topic that we could dive into today. But before we potentially talk about that, mm. there's something else that is off tangent to Amazon, but it got me thinking as well. So as you may be aware, dear listeners, Australia especially the uh, state of New South Wales. We're in a third month, heading to our third month of lockdown. So that means a lot of businesses are operating at very, may not be making any money at all or operating at um, very low, high cost in terms of paying their rent, staff, etc., but not making that income mm. as they would. Now, a lot of, for example, and I'm I'm concentrating more on the in- hospitality industry, food and beverages. Mm. So a lot of these uh, small mamas and papas, and even actually big changes with chains as well, they rely on these uh, delivery platforms, yeah. such as Uber Eats, Deliveroo, yeah. Menulog. Uh-huh. These delivery companies take, I believe, give or take, 30%. Ooh. That's a lot. So these poor mamas and papas, they're trying to make ends meet. They're trying to survive during COVID, the lockdown. Mm. And here they are, they also have to pay 30%. So if you buy a bubble tea that's $10, $3 already has gone to their delivery platform. Mm. Whereas the $7, not all $7 will go entirely to the business. So that bubble tea that they're making that's charging at $10, they only end up with a fraction of that price. So what I've seen a lot lately is a lot of small businesses are really asking customers to not go via these food delivery platforms Mm -hmm. because they want the cost to go directly to them. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts around that? Because it's, it's the same I, I concept. Think it's it's the same a, concept. Yeah, I think it's the same sort of situation with... Amazon. I mean, it's, this is the thing that with capitalism. And like, mm. it, it <laughs> you get screwed either way and you make money either way. And it's, it's always... Like, with that situation, I mean, I, I get it. The bubble, like in that in this example, the, I I guess yeah, the the bubble tea shop owner gets cut out mm. from mm-hmm. a percentage of the transaction. But you know, when I look at it, like from the outside looking in, same with the Amazon example, is that there's people downstream that still make money off that. Mm-hmm. So whether it be the person in on the courier bike or something that's making mm-hmm. minimal. Wage and he's going to do a shitload of those deliveries to, and he's going to work. He's literally going to pedal his ass off to, to make that money. Mm. If if he's not getting, do you know what I mean? It's like the it's flow a on effect. Cycle. So it's a so domino if, if, effect. Yeah, if 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 they don't get 
a delivery company to do it, then they've they're, they're still paying something. It's it's like mm. you still got to pay a dollar for someone to to turn the lights on. You still got to pay a dollar to pack the goods. You still got to pay a dollar for the goods, mm. and you know what I mean. There's this whole da- downstream side effect of of capitalism that everyone's got to get paid, and mm-hmm. it's just it it just seems like people. I'm sounding really left wing right now. It's just that people don't seem like they're getting their fair share of the pie. Yes. But it's always been like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. it's always a trickle down effect, unfortunately. Where the the top, it's like the that movie, the platform, the 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 yes. top end, and the first to eat always get really really good meals, and they're always really high quality. And then Avengers. as it goes down, it becomes real shitty for everybody else down in the lower levels, and it becomes like a a purge situation. That is such and it's a just good like, example. And at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's a shitty, it's, it's a shitty system. But I don't know if there's anything. There's probably a couple of things better, but I don't know if it'd it'd, it'd cause Armageddon to get all that type of stuff involved, in, like instilled. But I just, I yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, people people are gonna get fucked over, and people are gonna get screwed, and people are gonna take advantage of other people, and. It's human, human nature. Absolutely. It just, it just. It, I think in this day and age, it's especially during the pandemic, it's shown, like, people have shown their true hands. Mm. You know, like it, taking the poker analogy, people show their hands now. <laughs> it's kind of interesting to see the true mentality of personality really come through, especially mm. with like. I don't know, everything from like the vaccination to vaccine passports to, you mm-hmm. know, just making money. Mm. It's always interesting to see what people's thoughts are around. Well, that's the thing. I guess when you things. are, when you're struggling during this period, you need to, you need to hustle and you will do what it takes to make that extra dough. Oh, yeah. That's why, like, it's always funny, not funny, but, like, even with the black, when the whole Black Lives Matter protests were going on in the US when George Floyd got killed and people would just started looting and they were just, like, smashing up the place looting. I'm just like, yeah, okay. I kind of get it, though, you know what I mean? Like, people that... They feel disaffected and, and they haven't had a that good a crack at, or a shot at life and the opportunity is that there's a riot going on down the street. It's presented they pick at up them. A, they can pick up a brick, smash the window and get a free TV, get a free PlayStation, get a free Xbox, get a couple of... Handbags. You know, free handbags, a couple of Nike shirts. Like, it's, it's all gravy. Like, <laughs> is what it is. It's like... You gotta hustle. Yeah, but then you think about it upstream and it's like, it's just a write-off for Nike. It's a mm. write-off for Xbox. Mm. For for Nike, they I mean, for a pair of shoes, they cost what two hundred dollars, hundred fifty dollars. Cost them ninety cents to make, so they're making like a nine hundred percent profit. I don't think they really care that a couple of their shoes are getting looted. Mm. Mm. That's a good point too. It's always interesting to um to I don't know think of it like that. So when I I always laugh when. Protests like that are going on, but even in Australia, I think it's there's a wide ranging topics that we're going on. But it's just fu- I think it's funny 
it's real real talk that what do you think about the protests that that almost happened so we almost had protests in Sydney in Sydney and there was in, one Melbourne in Melbourne over the course of a couple of days ago last weekend yes so we're talking what the 21st 22nd yes and so they say the Australian government say that uh, it's it's an illegal protest. Mm. You're not allowed to protest. Mm. Do you, so the question I ask you, do you think the government should tell you whether you can or cannot protest? The situation that we're in now. And so there, oh yeah, so there is a health order. So there's a public health order saying that you can't go out Side and COVID, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So do you think the government has the right to tell you whether you can or can't protest? I at, guess that's the ultimate question. At the end of the day, the facts is the government is controlling a lot of things, what we can do right now. And including the fact that we have a curfew. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, do I agree with it? No, but can they control and dictate if we can protest or not? Yes, they can. Yeah, well, yeah. But will it stop people from protesting? Perhaps not. But what furiates me is that you see people congregating in other areas, such as the beach, the park, mm-hmm. with the same amount of crowd. However, the the vibe of those places is not the same as when you go into a protest because there's a mission involved in that. There's, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's, I guess, a negative vibe there. So what I'm trying to say is that there's common grounds. There's people yeah. still congregating outside, mm-hmm. being close together, maybe not be social distancing, whatever it may be. However, the only difference is that one is, cons- is titled as a protest, whereas the other one is titled as, they're sunbathing, they're exercising, they're going out to get fresh air. Mm-hmm. And what the media has done is that they've highlighted the negative and really, I guess, made it look worse than what it seems. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen in the near future. <laughs> I'm trying to be political here. I know you are. I, I get I get what you're saying. I mean, it's kind of I I I, and I think it's for me. So to answer my own question, mm. um, I don't think the government should have a right to do that. Like, yeah, but babe, we don't have a right to a lot of things. Yeah, but I mean, it's just funny compared to like if it was if this was in Patty. in Paris, France, right oh. now. I mean, their their side their side hustle and just what they do on a Sunday is going out and and protesting. Babe, do you know what I mean? Lunchtime. They have a lunchtime protest. Yeah, yeah, and and they're all for that. <laughs> it's funny. It's what they're known for. I went. I was eating somewhere before I met you. I was eating somewhere, and then mm. I, I I went out. I was just like eating a croissant or something. I came out, and mm. then all of a sudden. There was this, this huge fro- protest that was just walking down the street and was like, yeah, oh, and I was just like getting down with it. But yeah, it's like they're, they're they just love that. I mean, that's built into the, the, the DNA. Something yeah. must it's, have something in the crossover. Yeah. <laughs> same with the US, same with heaps of parts of Europe. I mean, you don't see it much in Russia. You don't see it much in China and you don't see it much 
in Hong Kong and you don't see it much in Australia. And it's quite interesting how the I think the media or how the overarching information dissemination and knowledge that's been disseminated throughout Australia's history and through the literature and the media and, and just the ever-presence of it has dumbed down the people to be able to say, oh, it's it's wrong to protest. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird that mm-hmm. that that is, that's the norm, like, in Australia, is that people people don't want to pro and like you got you and the reason I'm saying this is because so people many, so people many are, are losing around it that's why but I mean for but from a from a country that's built off the backs of convicts and prisoners and people that have done the wrong thing since 1788 it's kind of it's, ironic you know what I mean I think it's kind of ironic that they're like oh well I'm a good guy now I'm a good guy and girl now i'm not gonna protest i i i like living in bondi beach and and i like my latte coffees and i don't want to and i earn a nice little wage and i've got a nice place and i don't want to i don't want to ruffle the feathers of the establishment because if i ruffle the feathers of the establishment it could be me potentially being kicked out of my house or my house being set on fire because Mm -hmm. Um, ruffling feathers, mm. but I think feathers need to be ruffled. I mean, you got the government saying to people that you can't go and earn a living to support your family and put a roof over your head, and they're going to give you six hundred bucks mm-hmm. a week. It's hard. A, it's just like pissing in the face of people that have been trying to make a living, make the make a Australian dream mm-hmm. a real thing. You know what I mean? I think yeah. Mm-hmm. So to answer my that's that's the answer. But I hear. The other part. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ponyo being a Ponyo. Giving political answers. I like it. <laughs> Anyhow. But can I just say, we need yeah. to really talk about more next time about side this hustles. This is part one. Yeah, this yeah, is part, part one. one. Because side hustles, oh my goodness, there's so much information out there and so many things out there that people could be doing to make extra money. And I think it's important, especially now in the situation that we're all in and we're at home. You could be making extra dough here and there. Let's dive into that a little bit. Make it rain. Yeah. I'm all for that. Side hustles. Yes. Multiple income streams. Oh yeah. Take care. Be good. It's better crying in a Mercedes than a non-Mercedes. <laughs> Peace out. Have a good week. <laughs>